Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Alexia Tuttle of Tuttle Nutrition, who help people all around the world with nutrition coaching, from top Olympic athletes, bodybuilders, to general weight loss, pre and postnatal, medical nutrition, gut therapy, all this kind of stuff. So hey, Alexia, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So can you just expand a bit more on that with you know, the kind of people that you serve in your business and, uh, and, and where you are right now? Yeah. You forgot about total equity, you know, grab that one. <laughs> the okay, other business. All, because... all your businesses that you have, because you are a busy bee, right? Yeah. Well, Tuttle Nutrition um, has been around for a while. It was actually originally started by my husband, Chris Tuttle, um, because he just like fell into it. He was, um, he's now retired, but he was a professional bodybuilder. But at the time he was an amateur helping people and people just caught on. They're like, wow, you got yourself in great shape. Can you help me? And he's like, okay. Um, so he just started helping people. But when I became partner, he wasn't billing like a million people. I'm exaggerating, but there was like maybe 30 K like that was just outstanding. I'm like, guy, what you doing? And he's just like, I have no idea. I just help people and they pay me sometimes. I'm like, Okay. So I just, you know, I've always been really good at like uh, every job I worked at going in there, figuring out what systems didn't work and was like, all right, let's like fix this maybe. But sometimes it would take me three to six months or something until I really am like involved in that and really know everything that I need to change. So I jumped in, I was kind of more behind the scenes. I redid the website because, you know, he was a scary bodybuilder that wasn't attracting general clients. Like we wanted just Mm. bodybuilders. And you know, I think the general person's going to see that and be like, oh, they don't help me, which we had to change. So changed that. I rebranded. Um, I started a billing system. You know, it was just kind of, I rode the wave, so to speak. And eventually I was able to just quit my my side job at the time and, and go full time into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started having clients myself and we just started being this husband and wife team of coaches around the world. And it's always been online, always been us 24 seven with each other at home with dogs. And at one point we lived in this like shoebox apartment. We didn't have a living room. That's where our desks were. <laughs> so like we've always just been those workaholics where it's like, uh, if you want us to be on your schedule, contact us two weeks in advance. We'll put it on there. Thank you so much. That's to our friends. Um, but yeah, so total nutrition, we really at this point have evolved. I would say originally it was like 50, 50 bodybuilders, competitors, and the athletes, and then, you know, general clients. Uh, mm-hmm. Because my hi- husband is a registered dietitian, I'm a nutritionist. We can I can take people outside of my normal scope because I'm partnered with a dietitian as long as I feel comfortable and as long as we have the resources to help. Um, so we really do like helping, you know, pre postnatal, 
um, diabetes management. I really like helping people even post-competition get their recovery back on track because I feel like bodybuilding became a fad and too many people did it and they didn't realize the harms it could make it could do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love that aspect, just helping general people. And that's where we kind of morphed to over the the few the past years. I would say only 10% is bodybuilders athletes. Um, I still help like retired athletes and things like that, but right now it's more just, you know, if you're, if you come to us and it's, it's something that we feel like it's a good fit, you're good at communicating. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you. You know what I mean? Nice. Uh, Total equity. That's me buying apartment buildings. <laughs> um, so totally different, but you know, it's diversifying. We wanted to find a way to have more passive income. And so I was like, okay, let's go big, you know? And so I buy apartments, um, with more of an interest to actually make them better not just for my investors, but also for the people that live there. Um, so it's 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 tough to actually find partners that also have that little piece of caring for the actual people that live there too. What That's rather than just own. sort of flip or use it, it's yes. like, how can I make things better? Yeah, like a lot of people you'll find in this space, they're just like, oh, you know, like, let's just raise the rents, uh, do these minor things, sell it. Okay, go again. But like, what sucks, like I grew up in apartments. I I, I don't know anything, but like, I don't want to do that to people who I know that are probably struggling. Like I remember making like 12 grand a year on my apartment. I had an apartment and I I was like, Oh, I don't need a phone. Oh, I can be a little hungry. It's fine. And then my rent went up and I was like, damn it. (laughs) Like, can you just imagine? But I get that you have to, you know, stay true to your business plan, your investors, but there are ways to make sure that you don't just, you know, you're not a slumlord, so to speak. Mm. Those are the two main businesses right now. fascinating so much going on with that and the, mm-hmm. I think the real key that I want to sort of talk about with you today is is the partnership with with your husband um yeah. being you know 24 7 together it is such a, a a beautiful and tough thing I know with with Katie myself this is what we do this is what help people to continue to 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 work through and become this awesome team together but I want to hear from your side of you know what were the challenges when you first started doing this that kind of cropped up for you for the both of you yeah well honestly initially it was I think a little bit more mental um because I didn't know myself that well I was I was early 20s and he's about eight and a half years older than me very strong personality of a man very respectful but and also like really good to me of course but I was still figuring out who I am and I felt like I was kind of gonna get lost in his shadow so to speak because Mm. he was the bigger name he was became the professional you know he's the dietitian and it's funny like I would win these things with clients and then they would say congrats Chris and like "Ah." (laughs) you know so it just felt like you know over the years I had yeah I was like I have to maybe you know, keep this going. I feel like I could, my old self when I was really young, cause you can always kind of remember who you were sometimes I'd be like, I would just kind of be like, Oh, that sucks. And whatever. But now I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep going, keep building my reputation, keep going. But there was a lot of, uh, you know, me understanding my purpose and what exactly I wanted to do and then make sure I had the education to back that up. So I did a lot of work on that sense to really help me feel like, no, I'm here. I'm a great coach. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to keep helping these people, but the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. So I even then I'm like, I feel like I don't know anything the more I knew. But regardless, you just have to make sure that you take care of each one of those clients. And that's the best you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a lot of growing pains. Like we grew, I would say, 250% the first five years. Um, managing our time was one. We're very overproductive people. Like we couldn't stop, which is the problem. It's like, okay, Hey, do you, are you going to be working late tonight? Like, yeah. Okay. Then we would just wouldn't have time for ourselves. We'd be ex- exhausted. And then, okay. We have no quality time. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So I think the time issue was big. Mm. Um, understanding exactly the the trajectory we wanted to go as well was difficult. It's like, okay, do you still want to help these competitors? How do you want to, you know, uh, do you want to put out these type of videos? Like, again, we were kind of like not caring about social media at that point because it was, we were getting clients by word of mouth. And this has actually been going on for years. Um, so we suck at marketing, if anybody wants to know that. Uh, well, when you don't have to do it, sometimes you you don't really put that yeah, much you don't have into to it. do all, all these strategies work. There's so many out there. But if you yeah. if your business is flourishing, as long as it's they've got stability and you've got a process and a plan, um, you don't have to do everything, right? Yeah, I think what was key for us is just, you know, we would, even if we couldn't help a client get to their goal, they would still refer us to their people or to people they knew because we took care of them, we cared, and they know we cared. And mm -hmm. I think that was the key is like, we didn't rush things with clients. We still don't. We, we try not to. It, like at one point, I felt a little overwhelmed with how many clients I had a few years back. And I just was like, yep, oh, reducing. And then I just put a cap on it. And I found that that area that I was like, no, can't do this because I can't give each client enough time that means my reputation is going to be dwindle. I was like, I'm not okay mm. with that. Cause that's actually the most important thing to me is making sure that even if I can't a hundred percent get them to their goal, they know I cared and I tried hard and that's, that's all that matters to me. And mm. I think uh, we both had that same vision. And so we just kind of kept riding that wave, but the the hardest part we had too, was like, okay, um, navigating our quality time. Like, do we want to take Sundays off? can we take Sundays off? Are we, are we able to not look at our phones? Like, like it's tough because you're on the computer all day and you're talking to people all day. And then how do you shut that off and just have quality time with each other when you're exhausted and maybe want to talk mm. about work issues or, or whatever. Was, um, but having uh, also a stress else. relief. Was yeah, one of you leading this? Was one of you like leading the, uh, we should have this day off? Or are you both so similar in that way that you were both kind of not sure or looking at your phone or trying to respond to emails or whatever it is. It, I think at first he was busier one. Um, this is before I, I was full-time into the business. I was working at a law office and then I'm doing stuff for the business after this is before I was partner mm -hmm. and I would be on him for being on his phone all the time. So sorry, because <laughs> so I remember that it was, so, I was, I was like, yeah, like, can you stop? Like, cause you know, you know, a man's mind is box to box. Like he's just like, focus over here. Sorry. Mm -hmm. What? And so, so like for, for me, I was just like, yeah, can you get off your phone? And then at one point I got so busy. He's like, Hey, can you like get off your phone now? I'm like, Oh shit. Oh shit. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, so sometimes you're just like, sneaky, oh, man. Right? it sneaks up on yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's not like we want to be like, he hates social media, but he has like all this going on on it. But, um, but like, you kind of have to answer people. You don't want to ignore people, but like, I don't want to be on my phone while I'm trying to get work done during the, during the day. So it ends up being mm -hmm. after. But then you're like, wait, this is my quality time with my husband. So it's like, when do I get this done? Um, so I think it was more about like navigating when I can get certain things done or what made more sense. Like right now, I don't clean my house anymore because that time, I even though I want to, okay, but I have five dogs and it's really difficult. And I was just like, I think I'm going to delegate more tasks out that take my time away from first work, second husband, well, first husband, second work. Um, and like hobbies, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I think a big change for us, it was when he retired from bodybuilding and I stopped competing years ago, but I started ballroom dancing and he started boxing. And now we have our hobbies that take us out of work completely and, and reset our minds a little bit. I think that's important that thing people miss too, is like having something that brings you out and that you don't even think of work when you're there and you leave mm -hmm. and you're happier. Like I go there in a pissed off mood and I can leave really happy. 
And I think it's important to have something like that. That's beautifully put. How long did it take you to be able to find something and actually, um, was it a conscious decision or did it just naturally happen to have that outlet, that completely different world that you can both go to separately and have that time? Well, honestly, it was, it was tough because I was struggling and, um, I felt like all I was doing was working, doing nothing. And we lift together. We still like, we still train. Um, but you know, I train bodybuilding kind of ruined training for me for a bit when I was still competing back in the day. And I was just like, it doesn't bring me joy anymore. And I miss dancing, but I was kind of like bigger. And I'm like, I don't really feel like dancing, <laughs> you know, like seeing a big girl move, just, I was like, maybe that's weird. I can't see myself doing that anymore. But, um, I randomly just took the leap. I'm like, I'm going to take pole fitness lessons. I'm going to take ballroom. I need to get out of the house. He's like, okay. <laughs> so I just, okay, bye. Them. Enjoy. Yeah. And, um, pole fitness was great, but oh my God, I was sore. I was like, I'm going to build up to that. But ballroom just sparked it. And I was like, you know what? I love this. I'm doing this. And I never expected to compete in it, but I do now, um, because I don't put any pressure on myself. And so it's still a lot of fun. So mm. I needed something that was fun that actually got me moving. Cause I sit on the computer all day long and I needed that, 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 I don't know the outing, I guess you can say, but it's a lot of fun. And, and Chris even started dancing. He's going to tell you it's for boxing, but it's actually for me. I'm just saying. Oh, sweet. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's important. I think a lot of people miss that is the, it's the self-care. It's the self stress management, that piece. It's like your, your staples, right? This is why I tell everybody it's like sleep is your sleep. Good women also, also need more than men. People forget this but your sleep has to be good quality should be actually also at a scheduled time. I know we're all crazy, but structure, but your body works better on routine. So if mm-hmm. you're staying up late all the time or, or you're, you're changing your sleep habits constantly, you're probably going to be more fatigued Two is your food. And of course I'm a nutritionist. I know, I know, but please have balanced food, you know, like keep that up. I feel like people miss that too. Stress management um, and then fluid intake and the basics, you know what I mean? So I feel like people overlook those especially sleep and stress management. Oh, I just think I just so need to eat well. Simple, right? It's so yeah, simple. Yeah. But it's overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the hardest thing are like this. my clients. Yeah, go ahead. What what you just said there. So you you know all these staples, you know the, the what gives you the quality of life. And you probably know the all the reasons or why you should be doing this. Um but you know we want to talk about the flaws that we all have as business owners and and the challenges yeah. we have. So what what rules do do you know that you know you should do, but you find yourself, oh, I found myself breaking these. Water. <laughs> Fluid intake. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad at that. I'm like a camel. I have to remind myself. Um, also, what was struggling was like having that hard cutoff time at night to be like, you yeah. know, you're ending work at this. Like sometimes, you know, days can be very different. And so sometimes like, hey, I think I'm going to pass the seven o'clock mark. Say that you guys set. So with, with Chris, sometimes when we have that story, I'm like, hey, tonight, do you want to work till eight? He's like, okay, that's fine. But tomorrow not. I'm like, okay. So we have to, we just like agree. And then we, we make sure that we don't do it too often. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the tough rule, um, especially for us, I think. Uh, but the, the basics, the basics are tough, especially when you're growing a business because things just, you just jump on whatever's priority. And then you forget about all the little things that are just the things that you need to keep stable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I sure think- you guys have, have had that too. Yeah, luckily, I think for you, one aspect is because you're in the health and fitness industry, the one thing you probably didn't neglect is, is your body, your physical health. I think it was uh, you'd so- be surprised. Um, you're right. You're definitely right. But every once in a while, 
I'll be like, oh my God, it's been five hours since I ate. And then I'm like running downstairs getting food and like, okay, I have to do this. So every once in a while, time gets the best of me. Um, mm. But I do think one thing that Chris and I have is we're, we're really efficient or we've learned how to be more efficient over time. Like if, if I had a hundred emails today, I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Let's buckle down. If I had a hundred emails five years ago, I'd be like freaking out, freaking out. Um, because, you know, you just get better with how to manage your time, how to answer people, how to have your processes in place. Like for me, sometimes I have similar conversations with clients. And so like, I kind of have a, a template, you know, saved on the side. I'm like, you know what? They're talking about this topic and I'll copy and paste that. And then I'll, I'll adjust it for whatever their issue is to just to make sure I hit those key points. I want to make sure I hit. So you get more efficient, uh, with your processes and just making sure you can do the best job for them. And that way my airhead doesn't leave anything out. <laughs> like if I'm having one of those days, um, but I also can handle a lot. Like I used to think I could do everything digital. I don't need to pay for anything, mm -hmm. but I learned that doesn't work for me. And I know that works for other people. You just have to find the processes that work for you, right? Like I have to color coat and highlight everything. So. <laughs> I'm visual. Nice. Chris is yeah. not. So we work in totally different ways, but we're really efficient. There's something in that. Find the thing that's right for you. Find the mm -hmm. process. Find the system. Find the information. Find it whatever take, it is. It might take a bit. It might take like six months. Like it might take a while. But as soon as you like get to be like, okay, how can I now make this work better? Now that I've done it for a bit and and can can I'm gonna adjust this. I'm gonna try this. See if that works. Give it a couple of weeks. Okay, I'm gonna adjust this back because that didn't really work well. Like that's what I do, and it's always worked. I've always been adapting, and I think it's mm. made it so it's it's it's. I'm definitely better at handling any type of crisis in business because of that. I think you have to be adaptive, but telenutrition definitely is great. I love it. I love what we do. Um, but again, like our, our issue with um, that is, you know, there's only so much you can do with two people in a service business. You know what I mean? Like, okay, do we just raise our prices forever? No, because I'm not going to get the clients I really like at a, at a good price point for them too. It's like, we want to scale, but without compromising our integrity. So mm. a lot of, a lot of coaches do, they hire underneath them. They, they make this challenges and all these things. So it's like, I don't want to do what everybody else does. Um, I feel like I don't, I don't feel comfortable putting, giving trust in some, in my name to somebody else when they could just take what I teach them and go open up their own business. What's to stop them. Even if I haven't contract then it's just like okay well i take them to court like okay this is ridiculous <laughs> because if a coach wants to help somebody let them you know what i mean so i think for us it's more important to scale the right way in the way that we both prefer i think like that's a good conversation to have and and know what the other person really wants yeah and so you guys working so close together do you have an aligned vision do you know where that is going to take you so you scale or is it do you always have these like conversations or or misalignment or diff different ways of different visions, different ways of talking? Well, I mean, we both come from very different upbringings. Um, him, a really good one. Um, I would say overall, uh, his parents taught him well. They it, were doctors, but, you know, grew up not so well. So they made something of themselves, but didn't spoil their kids. So I think they did a really mm -hmm. good job. And then mine, no direction, no structure, some violence, like just a lot, very different. So we do have misalignments in communication and we know this. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to our business and our visions, I am very like long-term distant viewing a lot of ideas. He's more here and now, logical, precise, right? And I, I have all these crazy ideas, but you know, you only have so much time to act on them. So this is my problem. <laughs> I have to kind of like, okay, 
Uh, so what's good about this is we do have these conversations and we do pretty much align or meet in the middle with my crazy idea and then what he says he wants to do in the here and now and the moving forward, maybe within three months. You know what I mean? So we, mm. he has the short term, I have the long term. And I think it kind of works in that sense. Like, I don't, I don't think we meant for it to be that way. It just kind of happened. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's that kind of duality of everything that you need to be able to yes. bring the other person back in with. I think you have to understand your... each other too. Yeah. yeah the, the area of ex your, your zone of genius, if rather than fight it and be like, you should be both doing the same job is to, I think this is a key point for people to be able to embrace what I'm good at and what they're good at rather than yeah. having to share each responsibility. So when you were going through that sort of shift, were you able to delegate the task to each other and be like, well, obviously that's what I do and that's what you do or was there a kind of a a bedding in period where you had to kind of just try to work out what's what yeah it's more obvious I mean I pretty much I I just get things done like I just like take over I'm a little bit of a control freak I don't know if you've noticed yet but uh a little bit a little tiny bit um but I can be reasoned with is really <laughs> kind of my thing um but we do have our roles like I know that he hates doing certain things like when it comes to business stuff, like the taxes, the bookkeeping, the um, licenses and all that jazz. So I just take over because what's going to take him an hour is probably going to take me 20 minutes. So like that's more efficient, right? Mm. But in turn, he takes things off my plate too. The dogs, the, the house stuff, or even if it's business stuff, I'm like, hey, can you go over this client's diet? Because I think, you know, they have Hashimoto's. I want to make sure this is how I need it to be. Like, so like we do know where each person is more efficient and we try to act accordingly. And I never, I never get upset if, you know, you know, I'm taking more of the the burden of something. Cause we, I feel like every relationship does this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I'm not doing well mentally or I'm struggling, you know, we feed off that. And I, I know that couples get this. It's like, you feed off each other and you're just like, okay, I'm going to go up while you're down to, to teeter you off. And when he's really up and I'm down, then it, it's just the same thing. So I think that's how we've always worked. Um, mm. But we always need to get things done and we're good at being productive. But, you know, what really sucks are those days that you just don't feel productive. And I have those here and there, too. I think we all do. Mm. And <laughs> those are the worst. It, are you both there to to encourage each other in those days, in those downtimes? Or does it yeah. or is it so easy to bleed into and then that thought, that belief is picked up by by both of you? Not so much. It's usually a back and forth. We have had times where we both are, and we're just like, this isn't cool. Like we, we both like say it. And we're like, wait, wait, you're supposed to be up when I'm down. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this ain't the way so, it works. Come on. And, and then all of a sudden we start joking and then start laughing and then we're okay. But sometimes we're like, Hey, I need to, I need to end work early because I am burnt out and I'm tired. Right. And I just, I'm like, I'm out. And he's like, okay. And then I go like do my own thing. <laughs> hmm. Like I'm folding laundry for once, you know, who does that? Be crazy people. Nice. So where, where right now is, would you say is the, uh, the area of conflict that you guys do have, because it's not plain sailing with working with your partner. So where do you find your areas of conflict still sort of exist? You mean in our personal conflicts regarding work or actually in work? Either, whatever, whatever pops up. I mean, we're at this turning point where our visions are a little bit kind of shaky, shakier than they used to be because we're diving into things that are a little bit more risky, right? So I have the apartments going and, mm. you know, he has to be comfortable with me playing around with big sums of money. <laughs> so like we had to work on a compromise for that. But when it comes to tall nutrition, we need to make a change. 
and this is the year that really kind of said it because he's been really upset. I've noticed the past couple of years, like not liking what we're doing anymore as much. And mm. I, and you know, that's hard. Like I feel like, yeah, let's push forward. Let's go. But he's just like, Oh, I hate this. I'm like, okay, we need to change things. So, mm. you know, sometimes we, we, we didn't understand each other's vision then when I was like, Hey, like, what do you want to do forward? Do you want to do eBooks? Do you want to do this or that? Or what do you feel like? He's like, well, that all, takes up time and I have no time. I'm like, okay, we'll scale back clients even more. Like, how can we make this work? So, you know, the biggest thing was like, Hey, do you want to hire this marketing guy? It's going to cost a lot, but he's going to, you know, take initiative. Mm-hmm. He's going to take it off my plate and your plate. You just have to come up with the content and that's it. He's like, I think it might be worth it. I was like, think about the return of investment. Like what we pay this guy is really going to help us. And I think you need to look at the, the big three-year plan I have in my head that you keep forgetting. I want that time freedom within the three years. And he's like, okay, you're right. And so, you know, we had to have that talk because I was like realizing how miserable, you know, and I was actually miserable at times too. It's like, because again, when you're in business with your partner too, when does the sexual time happen, (laughs) right? If you're exhausted all day long too, it's like, it affects everything. And he was just miserable because I was sick for two weeks or this happened and then sex life was down because we were stressed out about something else. And so we were kind of like in that weird mix of hey like how how can we go in a productive way to fix this versus going in the same spiral again and again yeah because it's so easy to get into that place where it's like this wasn't the vision this wasn't the dream um pause where are we going because i don't want this anymore and there's a different couple different avenues you can go down and one is so destructive so to be able Mm -hmm. to pause in those moments and go through it is, is is crucial yeah, I think our communication is like really big, like not just in our personal life and everything. And um, I've really been bad at communicating my entire life. So mm-hmm. I used to just freeze and not and want to walk away. And he has always made me stay. And I'm like, okay, but I can't talk sometimes. He's like, it's fine. And so like, honestly, it's it's been a progression in our relationship, but like it works. You know, yeah. I end up being able to talk. We never yell. We never name call. We never stonewall. We never gaslight. We, we have our rules with the, with how we communicate. Sometimes it's like a yellow bit. We're like, nope, bring the level down. Okay. Mm. And, and then we continue on. But um, with work, we don't really argue too much. We, we sometimes have a, ch- a difference in what we want to do. Like, Hey, I really want to do this big idea. And he's like, eh, we need to get this done first. I'm like, you're right. Damn it. Okay. And then, you know, we have to make sure that we keep each other in check, but um, yeah, the biggest conflict right now is this, how fatigued we are and and you know we say yes to opportunities too much yeah but like how do you not <laughs> sometimes how do you not this is the it's that that duality that that balance is how to be able to know what's right for you and to follow your intuition it's it can be tough it can be so tough yeah but you've got yeah, and each I have other to do more there traveling too. this year more traveling yeah i have to do more traveling so i'm like hey chris do you want to go with me like, so we can make it a little vacation, like on top of that. So like, that's one of our little solutions too, is, you know, nice. we don't get out enough. And so we were saying yes more to things. So we have our best friends here in Texas and we're saying, yes, let's go to dinner. Yes, let's do it. But we're a little more tired, but we're getting out of the house. We're doing stuff together. Mm. So there's that, that balance there too. Beautiful. Hey, Alexia, thank you so much for these little nuggets of inspiration, showing what's possible for a power couple to be able to live together, work together, do everything together, and still, still press forward and still enjoy what you do. Um, Thanks for being so honest. Talk your ear off.
<laughs> hey, you're welcome. Uh, look, if people <laughs> want to find out more about you and what you guys do, where can they find you? Uh, well, a bunch of places, uh, Instagram at Alexia Total One or Total Nutrition. Uh, my sites are pretty simple, totalnutrition.com, totalequity.com. Um, and also drink more. And that launches uh, February 2nd or February 1st. It's a water enhancer with minerals we have coming out too. So yeah, we have a lot of stuff. <laughs> Super stuff. Well, I wish you all the best of all of that. And again, thanks for sharing on this podcast. I appreciate it. Bye guys. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.